Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Happy Thursday and welcome to the Variety and iHeart podcast, The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Today's guest is Joey King. From her Emmy, Golden Globe, and SAG-nominated work in the act to the new Kissing Booth sequel, the 20-year-old actress is quickly becoming one of Hollywood's most wanted. I caught up with King from her home in Los Angeles to talk about life after the act, why the Kissing Booth movies are critic-proof, and how she copes with one of today's harshest side effects of Hollywood stardom, online trolling. So stick around, I'll have Joey King coming up after the break. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. I'm your host, Mark Malkin. Here's Joey King, star of The Kissing Booth 2. Hello. Hello. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I am, I am good. I am very good. Look at that hair. I know, right? It looks, looks good. So long. Yeah. Oh, hello, doggy. This is Angel. Ooh. Angel, how old is Angel? Angel is 13. I know. 13? 13. She's going to be 14 this December. Oh my God. That's like, that's a pretty good age for a little dog like that. Because I had a Yorkie. He did well. He he lasted for 10. Oh. Yeah. But now we have two other ones who are. She's she's getting up there. I just found out, like I took her to the vet the other day and her jaw is like deteriorating. So she's got like... (sighs) A broken jaw, kind of, right now, just because oh, of her no. old age, and I'm just like, she's like so sad. She's getting so old. She has, she's had to have 25 teeth pulled. Ah, uh. really short. But I mean, she had that when she was younger. That happened. It's just like as like little Yorkies. They're just like their yeah. mouths. Like they just they have such bad problems. Thir- Thirteen is that's that's crazy. That's good. That's He's really really good. Good girl. She looks so young too. She does. That's why when you said 13, I was like, what? Yeah. So how are you? How are you doing in the upside down world? I'm fine. Um, I'm I mean, I'm good. <laughs> I I it's it's crazy. My house is kind of it's under like construction right now. Um mm-hmm. and you know, all that while like pandemic is happening and like it's just been crazy but lots of cooking is happening over here lots of you know watching reality shows together with my mom (laughs) and my sister it's been it's been interesting what about you how are you doing 
I'm doing good, you know, we're in our apartment in, you know, little LA and just Variety, we're working. Variety is just, it's been nonstop, um, which has been great. My dogs are barking now, of course. As soon as I start a Zoom, the dogs bark. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of been nonstop. Working from home. I went to the office yesterday for the first time since lockdown. And it was just so creepy. Like I go to my desk, it was like a, like I have a jacket hanging there with a bow tie, like waiting for me to go somewhere. Oh, I'm like no. this is so ghost town, like you know. It was so weird. Um, kissing booth too. It's really sweet and fun. <laughs> and when you signed up for the first movie, did you sign up for one and two all at the same time, or did you wait to see how one did? Well, the first movie actually. Like, it was kind of just like this beautiful little surprise. Like, the first movie, mm -hmm. uh, it was in Netflix's independent uh, department. And they weren't, like, expecting too much out of it. They were like, go make this movie, have fun, and, like, you know, give us a movie afterwards. And so <laughs> when the trailer, the first trailer released, it started tracking so well and just get, gathered so many views. We were like, what's happening? So we only signed on for one movie. And then the fan reaction was absolutely incredible. So then when they asked us to do the second one, it was just like, it was almost, it was like a no brainer because, you know, it was one of those things where, you know, we were all going on to other projects and we were working on different things. I had just finished the act. Um, but when the fan reaction was that strong and it made us feel so loved, it was like, you know, why wouldn't we come back and give the fans just like another boost of love because it was just so fun. <laughs> Is it so strange, though, like, in the kissing booth scene, I'm like, people kissing. It's weird during watching it during this pandemic. We're not supposed to. It was so, it was just took on a different level that obviously no one would expect. I know. I know. It's crazy because, like, you watch it and you're like, oh, look how close and loving to each other everyone is you're like oh my god when's the next time we're all gonna be able to hug each other like you know what i mean it's just crazy. well that's i mean if there's a kissing booth three can there be a kissing booth three because you can't kiss <laughs> can what people even kiss it? i don't know definitely not just random people from school i would yeah. think but it's weird it's like a world in which you know i'm i'm one of those people that was like if someone was like, oh, can I have a sip or can I have a bite? I'm like, go for it. I'm not a germaphobe. And now I'm Neat. like, I am now a germaphobe. <laughs> I know. It's really, um, it's strange. It's like one minute I'll be okay. And, you know, we'll get takeout food. And I'm like, okay. And then next minute I'm like, should we even be taking takeout food? Like, it's just every day it's a new thing. It's hard. It's like, it's like where, do you, where do you draw your own line for like humanity versus yeah. like, just being like, you know what I mean? It's like, like, yeah. do I want to get takeout food? You're like, I want to support small businesses. And I also want to give right. myself sanity by like, I don't know, having some normalcy. It's just tough. <laughs> right. um, and you were in a movie called Quarantine. Yes, I was. <laughs> so, are you having flashbacks to the movie right now? I mean. It's so crazy. It was like one of my, one of my earlier movies. I was seven years old when I made that movie. And um, it was a little scarier. It was more about um, like zombie like quarantine, like apocalypse kind of thing. But it wasn't mm -hmm. really an apocalypse. It was taking place in this one little hotel. And what my favorite part about that movie was, was I played a young girl who got infected and like bit a bunch of people. It was crazy. It was <laughs> it was insane. But it is it is insane to me. Like I like you know being in a movie called Quarantine during this time. <laughs> I have so many people texting me. 
being like, I didn't know you were in this movie. And I was like, yeah, I know. I was like really, really young, but it's so cool. <laughs> I know. I'm going through your credits and I'm like, oh my God, she's in a movie called Quarantine. It's, like, it's too perfect. Right? <laughs> and a lot of people think we are in the apocalypse and that, you know, we are going to turn into zombies. So there's always that fear. Oh, I don't like to think about those things. It scares me. It scares me a lot. So, why do you think Kissing Booth resonated so much? Why do you think it was such a hit? I think for me, like, the way I view it is there's so many incredible, you know, con there's so much incredible content out there where there's movies or TV shows that have such deep subject matter, even if it's funny or even if it's, I think that people were kind of craving like that classic John Hughes, just feel good movie. And there hasn't been a lot of that. And I think when the Kissing Booth came out, it just ticked all those boxes of that just feel good summary vibes. And I think our characters, the way they were written, they, they talk like real people, you know, like my character, Elle, she's not, you know, the outcast or the popular girl. She's just a girl that goes to school and like, you know, has some friends, has a best friend. And I think what resonates so much about her is that she's just your every girl. And, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to see somebody that reminds you of yourself. And I think that that's why my character resonated with, with people. And I think the whole movie was just like, it's just pure fun to watch. Yes. And so the second one, um, I mean, can I even say this? And I do mean this. It's it's honestly like, it's I love the first movie, but it's better than the first movie. Like, and I, I know that that's crazy to say about a sequel because that's not often what you hear, but it's true. <laughs> Why do you say that? Something about it. I think that like the spirit of like all of us knew what we were coming back into and like that it had already done so well and all of us already knew each other, we're friends with each other. And so the energy of us being back together, just like, exudes on camera we're all we all just are so happy to be with one another but also the story and the way like you know we had a little bit bigger budget this time thank you netflix um we got to do more <laughs> cool stuff and it looks so good and it's i don't know i'm just i'm so thrilled i, I I'm, I'm so thrilled with it is there a part of you that it's almost like Haha, ha, you critics, because critics, it wasn't their favorite movie in the world. Um, but is there a disconnect between what viewers want and what critics think are good movies? For sure. I mean, I, I understand that critics weren't like all over this movie, but that's the thing. It's not meant for, it's not meant for like, it's not, it's not like meant for critics to be like, wow, what a, what a, what a movie. You know what I mean? It's meant for people watch and have a great time and what audiences want a lot of the time is to have a great time and I'm thankful that I got to do something like the act too where like critics were like oh that's awesome but also like <laughs> not everything you do has to be a critical acclaim doesn't mean it's not successful and it doesn't mean it's not one of my favorite products I've absolutely worked on ever um and just like the fan reaction to it it's like that is that is all the criticism i need as far as just <laughs> the way it fills my heart it's so beautiful and exciting to see how people respond to it so you know i i i appreciate critics very much so but this movie you know just it's not for you and i'm sorry about it but it's a great movie <laughs> you know i don't do it so that every single time i work i'm just gonna be like praised beyond praise by critics <laughs> i do it because i want to work on the things that make me happy and working on things they're super serious and that are super dramatic make me so happy and working on things like the kissing booth also makes me so happy so it's I, I feel very fortunate that I I am 
given the opportunity as an actor to be able to do all of the above. So in Kissing Booth 2, we're not going to give too many spoilers away, but another boy is involved, a new boy at the school um, who Elle is fond of. Um, so are you more Team Noah or Team Marka? Ooh, that is <laughs> such a good question. And I am so excited um, <laughs> for those hashtags to be thrown around when the movie comes out. I don't want to say what team I'm on, um, but I just like, you know, I just keep dropping hints every now and then on my Instagram and little Easter eggs and in my interviews, just like I'm team whatever, but I'm, I'm excited for people to see the outcome of two and kind of just have their own opinions on it. Cause I mean, team Noah, team Marco, both are great. Um, and I just, I'm excited to, to hear it. It's, it's kind of, you know, like that, uh, Edward and, um, Bella, uh, Edward and, uh, wait, Jacob. it was Bella. Jacob. Yes. Team Jacob. Edward, Edward and Jacob. Team. I, I'm, yes. I'm excited for people to have those conversations. Just like I had those conversations when that movie came out. When you were younger, were you Team Jacob or Team Edward? It was Team Edward. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love how you say that, like, you're not sure if you should be saying that. I Why don't know. Edward? I just, I was Team Edward. I, I always was like, Robert Pattinson, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you were one of those. You were a twihard. I was. <laughs> um, obviously, you had to go back to work with someone who is a work relationship, became a private relationship, back to a work <laughs> relationship. How is that? Um, How do you do you that? Know, it's everyone's favorite question. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, just, it was, it was what it was. It was work. We had to get through it together. Um, but I think that for me, my like love for the project was like, I would do anything to play Elle Evans again. And so being able to come back as her, as her, every, your L always needs her Noah. So, I mean, I was very excited to be able to jump back in the saddle with Jacob and hop in those roles because, you know, they made, they, they have like a huge impact on our lives personally. And for better or for worse, I don't regret anything that happened ever. And so I'm, I'm really happy that I got to share that experience with not only him, but the whole cast. So it worked out great. And listen, you're a fan of Twilight. It happened during Twilight also. You know, <laughs> just so funny. My life is a parallel. <laughs> I'm going to take a short break right now. But when we return, King opens up about learning to cope with online trolling. Plus, find out what she's been binging during quarantine. It's safe to say 2020 was one of the most difficult years ever for so many. And these remain very challenging times. That's why I'm here to ask you, how can I help? My name is Dr. Gail Saltz, host of the new weekly podcast, How Can I Help with Dr. Gail Saltz, brought to you by the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, best-selling author, and I'm here to help. Join me every Friday, where you can ask your most pressing questions and get helpful guidance on topics ranging from coping with anxiety and mood, relationships, to family and parenting issues, to workplace dynamics, to dealing with COVID fatigue, and everything in between. While it has been a tough time, you don't have to navigate it alone. So, 
How can I help? You can send your questions anonymously to me at howcanihelp at senecawomen.com and I will answer with specific advice and understanding. Listen to How Can I Help with Dr. Gail Saltz on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to The Big Ticket. Here's more of my chat with Joey King. Kissing Booth 3? I don't know. I don't know. What do, you, what do you, you do know, but I know you can't say. What do you want to do? <laughs> I mean, I love Elle and I want to be her <laughs> always. So I would love a three, but um, I just, yeah, I'm excited to see what people say about two first and then we'll see what happens. <laughs> and I, what I love also about Kissing Booth, you know, as popcorny and fluffy and rom-com as it is, I love the diversity. Mm-hmm. There is a great storyline in number two, um, a queer storyline, and it's amazing. And I will tell you that I got emotional at one point. Me too. Because, you know, I, 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 my producers hear me talk about this all the time. There just seem to be all these projects right now with gay couples, gay, you know, romance. And for me as a gay guy, you know, I didn't have that when I was younger. Yeah. And I, all I do is think about, you know, the kid who is watching Kissing Booth 2 and going, oh, my God, I'm going to be okay. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, my favorite thing about um, that specific storyline is that just like, you know, how I was saying Elle Evans isn't, like, the popular girl or, like, the outcast, she's just a girl, all the friends of the, those two characters are just, like, they're just dudes and they're just happy for their friends no matter what. And there doesn't have to be this crazy, like blow up thing, dramatic storyline of, of, you know, despair. It's like, no, like this is okay. And, and you know, the more it's normalized on camera, the more I think that people in actual schools will be more open and accepting. And, you know, I just hope that um, our movie does inspire people in that way. And whenever I watch it too, I've watched it a couple times now. I I like cheer in my like on my couch. I go oh! <laughs> like that literally every time. It just makes me so happy. What What was your favorite day on set? My favorite day. It's oh tough. Am I being funny about it or am I being serious about it? Um, let me think about. You know, one day the day that was like super fun was a field day which was mm-hmm. i mean it was that was such a fun, it was a very stressful day we had to get we shot that entire thing one day we had the whole, wow. we had the whole thing in one day it was so much fun though it was so much fun are you athletic because that field day there was some athleticism i'm i'm, I'm a selective <laughs> athletic person like if i know like for the kissing <laughs> booth i had to like you know be athletic, wear tiny outfits a lot, all that stuff. So I was like, I am an athlete for these couple of months. And then when I get home, <laughs> I sit on my ass and I do nothing. So, you know, I'm like an athlete when I want to be. <laughs> and you got to roll around in mud. I know. I love that. I love getting dirty <laughs> and I love like doing <laughs> gross stuff. It's so fun. Um, so tell us about uh, the Marco character. Marco. Marco is played by uh, Taylor Zakar Perez. He's my favorite. We had so much fun shooting together. He's so ugly. He's so So ugly. ugly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But yeah, I mean, like the minute I met him, I I, like read him at a chemistry read and I was like, 
who is that? Like, he's amazing. Um, and we just had so much fun together on set. So Marco is this guy who transferred in senior year of high school. And he and Elle meet. And at first, there's like some friction and tension. Um, Elle thinks he's a hottie, as does every single person in the school. And they build and the this whole, unlikely... And the whole- and the whole school knows that Elle thinks he's and a hottie. And the whole school knows that Elle thinks he's a hottie. <laughs> we'll just um, leave it like that. That's a tease. <laughs> exactly. And then um, they kind of form this unlikely friendship. And he actually winds up being a huge help to her and something that she's, like, she's at a little bit of a crossroads with. And um, so he becomes like a, a huge ally for her. And, you know, when someone who is just like as supportive as him as giving as him to a character like Elle, um, you know, sometimes, you know, feelings develop, sometimes things happen and he just becomes this like pillar of strength for her. And it's just like really interesting to see their relationship develop and the way, you know, Noah's relationship with other people at school develop too. It's just like two, two lives are being lived yet. They're also being lived together. Um, cause Noah and Elle are still, you know, in a storyline together. So it's just, it's really, really interesting to see where those relationships go. And um, yeah, and Taylor's the best, so. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about life after the act. How did your life change? How did the meetings change for you? The scripts I'm sure were different that came your way. Tell me a little bit about that. Man, what an amazing ride. I was actually um, on set of The Kissing Booth and I found out about the nomination for the Emmys. it was just like the, that whole project. It was, and I, 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 I've said this before. It's like everything about it was perfect. The fact that like I got to work on a show that I was proud of. I had the most incredible time making it, and then I also got nominated. Like it's amazing. Like a lot of the time, people who get nominated for something, like, oh yeah, that was a horrible shoot. It's so tough. Like you know, I had all these factors that made it. The most perfect experience in the world. I'm so close with Patricia now, Anna Sophia, like everyone involved. I'm so close with all of them. Um, it's just like my life changed so much after it too. Like you're saying, I, you know, after that I, I signed a first look deal with Hulu, which was very, very exciting for me. Um, and I've just been, I've been able to be a little bit more picky, which I'm super appreciative of because, you know, actors oftentimes don't get the opportunity to work on the products that they really want to work on because they're just trying to like make sure that they keep, you know, working, keep going. And I've been so fortunate to be able to have a role like that and also be able to go back to something that's completely 180 and something like kissing booth and just, you know, be a little bit more like decisive about what I want to do next. Um, and the scripts that I want to read and the things I see come across my desk. But, um, I mean, my life has become so much grander since doing the act. And I, I, it's, I'm so, I just, it blows my mind every day that I got to be part of it, honestly. So the first look deal with Hulu, what, what are the project? what's your dream project that like, you're waiting for that script to come across your desk? For me, it was, I mean, every role that I take, it's like, in a way it is like a dream project because in that moment I immerse myself so deeply in each character that I do, it becomes that dream role. Uh, I would definitely say Gypsy was a, a dream, a dream job. Um, but also, I can't wait for the next dream job because I, I don't plan on having my career end anytime soon. I plan on working very, very. <laughs> I, hope not. Time. Uh, I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. Uh, I plan on I plan on working a long, long time. And so I hope that I have many, many dream roles come across my desk and that I get to fulfill all of them. Do you want to direct? One day. 
for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Why is that? Why is that? Because I've been in front of the camera for so many years. And in doing that, I've learned so much about each job around me. Uh, everyone on the crew, everyone behind the scenes, and I'm now producing myself as well. So I'm learning about that aspect of the world. I like to know the inner workings of what's going on around me. I like to really know about it and educate myself in it. I don't want to just show up on a set and be like, oh, I don't really know what's going on here, but I know what I'm doing. Um, so the idea of being able to learn as much as I can about the things around me and then maybe get in the saddle of, you know, orchestrating it all, that sounds very exciting, but I want to craft my vision a little bit more before I even consider doing something like that, get more experience, even just watching things. Because I think with me and with a lot of people, I've got one of those brains that kind of goes all over the place and it's just excited by so many things. Like my brain's like, ooh, shiny. So I know that <laughs> if I directed something right now, I would try to incorporate all my favorite styles into one piece and that just wouldn't work. So I have to kind of decide on like what my vision is, what my style would be and how to incorporate that and make it harmonious. And you're only 20, right? Yes. So you've been you've been doing this for a number, like you said, you were talking about quarantine. You were seven when you did it. Um, how uh, how tough <clears throat> has your skin become? Because you know, you're out there, there are critics, there are probably, I'm sure there are auditions you went on that you wanted that you didn't get. How as such a young person to deal with that spotlight? <laughs> How do you, how do you, how does your skin get tough? And how did, how did you know the moment where it's like, you know what, I'm not going to let it bother me anymore? Um, I mean, I've just had, uh, it's come to this point. Like, yeah, I, my skin is pretty tough now. Like I've been given some pretty shocking feedback in my life and also, you know, had people write some very interesting things about me on the internet, <laughs> but um, it kind of just comes from like me, like, especially with getting jobs, like, it comes from like me just kind of being like, I'm not going to get my hopes up about anything until I'm literally on that set until I am making the show or the movie because so many, I've had, I've had jobs where I've actually flown out to the location that fell apart like the day before we started shooting. Um, it's like, it's insane. What? I mean, things happen. The craziest wow. things happen in this industry. And so I, I do let myself get super excited. And sometimes it like gets me in trouble because then I get my heart broken. But you have to have that balance. Kind of like what we were saying earlier, like humanity versus like whatever else, like having too thick of a skin. So I definitely have a thick skin. But I also like, I, I get so excited and I get so bummed still. I've, even recently, like in recent years, I've cried over jobs and losing them. It's, it's, it's right. tough. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, also like my mom always raised me with the mentality of, like who gives a crap? Like, you know what I mean? Like if they don't, if they don't, she always told me, she's like, if you don't get a job, it's honestly probably nothing personal. She's like, it's probably, maybe you remind them of a niece they don't like. And I was like, oh, thanks mom. <laughs> um, but no, she, she's always, she's always been like very supportive in the way of like, she's like, you know, pick yourself back up. Like you're, you're going to be okay. And when it also comes to, I think that's something that has been more of a recent thing that I have that's newer for me since my name has become a little bit more of a household name um, is the stuff that people say to me online and they just like, I don't know. They don't, they don't really, I guess, think that maybe I see it, but I do. Um, but right. my sisters and my mom and everyone's been very much like, who cares? <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's been really nice to have them. Cause like, that's a new, that's kind of newer. I mean, I've had it a little bit over the years, especially when I shaved my head for the first time when I was 11. That was crazy. I was like, what's going on? Why do people hate me? 
Um, but now I feel like I have a lot tougher of a skin for that kind of stuff too. Um, because people will just say the craziest things. At this point, I'm like, wow, that was just creative. Wow. So you said you've been watching reality shows. What are your favorites? I'm obsessed, obsessed with this new show called Say I Do on Netflix. So which one is Say I Do? It's about, okay, these three guys, they call themselves the Gangels. G-A-Y-N-G-E-L-S, because they're gay angels. And they- Oh, yes, yes, I know what it is. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. <laughs> they put on these dream weddings for these people who like, have the most incredibly inspiring, heartbreaking, beautiful love stories. And I love it so much. I cry every episode. Honestly, <laughs> like speaking truthfully, I'm not really a crier. I don't cry very much when I watch stuff. Um, this is like the greatest show. I'm obsessed with it. I'm also watching The Floor is Lava. Um, love that the show. floor is lava. Okay, could we just talk though? Okay, why don't we get to see the people when they go in the lava? I want to like. It looks like what? they like like they just gone. You're like, like what, what happened to them? And I want to see them covered in whatever that jello juice is. I know. It's and driving. also, the floor is lava. Producers won't reveal the secret ingredients of the lava. Right. And why does everyone jump on that stupid pyramid? Do they have to? Because no person in their right mind would. It makes no sense to go onto that pyramid thing. No, it makes anything. none. None at all. And like no one makes it off the pyramid usually. No. It's like slippery and it's weird. And it's like, why don't you just crawl on the, I don't know, the building or the little painting right. bridge? Like just right. anything <laughs> but the pyramid. And on 90 Day Fiance, of course. Uh, oh, you're a 90 Day Fiance. My husband's a big 90 Day Fiance. I'm actually a couple seasons behind because uh, mm -hmm. I like binged like from the very beginning, like so many seasons at once. And I was like, I need to take a break. And then everyone was like, oh, have you seen the new season? I was like, no, but I've seen the last like four. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, thank you so much. It's always good seeing you. Congratulations on Kissing Booth 2. I'm sure there's going to be a three. I know you can't say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and just stay safe, be well, and hopefully I'll see you in person sooner than later. Thank you so much. It's so good to see you. Same here. Take care, Joey. Bye. Bye. That was Joey King. The Kissing Booth 2 premieres on Netflix on Friday, July 24th. That's it for today's episode of The Big Ticket. Coming up next week, you may know him from To All The Boys, P.S. I Still Love You, or from his run on Broadway in Hamilton, or perhaps from Dancing With The Stars. Yep, I'll be chatting with Jordan Fisher. Until then, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Malkin. And for all your up-to-the-minute Hollywood news, head over to Variety.com. Stay safe, be well, and please wear a mask. See you next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.